It works. All right. Good morning. How y'all doing? Good. All right. So we're going to continue um, in Genesis. Um, we're learning learning about Abraham and Sarah and all the things that they they went through. Um, so a couple review questions. Um, do you remember who visited Abraham and Sarah? The Lord, that's right. And what else? who else? Nope. Close. Two angels, and, and they were in the form of men, right? And, and why did God come to them? Remember? All right, so he was going, he was announcing that Sarah would have the promised son uh, within the time of life, which is the time it takes for um, a baby to be born, about nine months. So within nine months, Sarah would be holding um, that baby. And it had been many years, and some say even over 10 years since the promise was given. But now the fulfillment was near. So um, you remember, well, we'll get to that in a minute. Don't want to give too much out. All right, so I'll read the, uh, I'll read the questions, and then I'll, I'll read the scripture, and, and y'all can think about the questions. So where did the visitors go after they left Abraham's tent? All right, so that's question one. Number two, how did Abraham respond when he heard of the judgment coming to Sodom? Okay, so we want to know what's Abram's, Abraham's response. And what, did, um, what name did Abraham give God uh, when he was talking to him? All right, so we're going to start at uh, this reading is uh, 20 to 33, but we're going to start at 16 just to kind of keep everything flowing right. Um, then, the, then the man rose from, from there and looked toward Sodom, and Abraham went with them to send them on the way. And the Lord said, Shall I hide from Abraham what I am doing? Since Abraham shall surely become a great and mighty nation, and all the nations of the earth shall be blessed in him. For I have known him, in order that he may command his children and his household after him, that they keep the way of the Lord, to do righteousness and justice, that the Lord may bring to Abraham what he has spoken to him. Okay. So it's kind of God, I don't know if he's talking to the angels but, or if he's talking to Abraham, but then he answers, and the Lord said, because of the outcry against Sodom and Gomorrah is great in the, and because their sin is very grievous, I will go down and see whether they have done altogether according to the outcry against it that has come to me, and if not, I will know. Then the man turned away from there and went, down, went toward Sodom. But Abraham stood before the Lord. And Abraham came near and said, Would you also destroy the righteous with the wicked? 
Suppose there were fifty righteous within the city, would you also destroy the place, the place and not spare it for the fifty righteous that, are, that were in there? Far be it from you to do such a thing as this, to slay the righteous with the wicked, so that the righteous should be as the wicked. Far be it from you, shall not the judge of all the earth do right? So who's God, who is, who's Abraham talking to here? He's talking to God, right? And I can just picture God saying, Abraham, come here. Let me tell you, son, you know who you're talking to? So Abraham was kind of bold in what he was saying, right? So, but, but he didn't. And the Lord said, if I find in Sodom 50 righteous in the city, then I will spare all the place for their sake. All right, so, okay, so Abraham made, made a little deal there, and everything's good, right? They go on their way. Nope. Abraham's got something else to say. Then Abraham answered and said, Indeed now, I who am dust and ashes have taken it upon myself to speak to the Lord. Suppose there were five less than fifty righteous. Would you destroy all the city for lack of five? And he said, if I find forty-five, I will not destroy it. Okay, so it's down to forty-five now. So here, what's Abraham do again? Then he spoke to him yet again and said, suppose there should be, be forty found there. And he said, I will not do it for the sake of the 40. And then, and he said, let not the Lord be angry, and I will speak. Suppose 30 should be found there. And he said, I will not do it for, do it if I find 30 there. Okay. So, and here Abraham goes again. You think God might be getting a little tired of this questioning? No? Good answer. Then he said, Indeed, now I have taken it upon myself to speak to the Lord. Suppose 20 should be found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for the sake of the 20. And he said again, Let not the Lord be angry, and I will speak but once more. Suppose 10 should be found there. And he said, I will not destroy it for the sake of 10. So he's, he's gone all the way down from 50 down to 10. So the Lord went his way uh, as soon as he had finished speaking with Abraham. And Abraham returned to his place. All right, so our first question, where did the visitors go after they left Abraham's tent? They went to Sodom, remember? Okay. Um, God was bringing judgment on it because it was full of great sin. And how did Abraham respond when he heard of the judgment coming on Sodom? Did he say, oh, it's about time. About time somebody did something. What did he say? He started... 
he started questioning God, right? So Abraham came near to the Lord and started uh, and started somewhat or kind of questioning God. Some uh, say Abraham came boldly for, before the Lord, which is an understatement, right? Indeed, he did come boldly. I don't think I would have been like that coming before God. Well, let's do, let's do 50. All right, okay, I'll do 50. Well, what about 45? Okay, we'll do 45. Well, what about 30? I'm like, okay, I'll do 30. So he just kept pressing, pressing, pressing. But like uh, Stephen was talking about uh, last week when uh, God was talking to Sarah, he dealt with, and how he dealt with Sarah, he was gentle. So God didn't, God didn't rebuke uh, Abraham for questioning him uh, on what he was doing and trying to um, lower the number of righteous people that he would find and then not destroy the city. Um, God didn't say, um, it, um, I'm God and I'll do what I want to do. Okay, No, uh, he didn't. He was, he was gentle with Abraham. We also see that Abraham, Abraham's plea was for the righteous. Well, what if you find 50 righteous? And then went all the way down to 10, right? Um, now, if the city is spared, it would be because God finds the 10 righteous, right? And do you remember the name that God, uh, Abraham gave God? It's kind of a long name. The just judge of all the earth. So being God created all things and is holy and righteous and the one who makes the rules according to his nature. And his nature is holiness, righteous, perfection. So the so the sum to sum it all up, Sarah's laugh of the unbelief becomes laughter of joy. Y'all know what the word Isaac means? It means laughter. So how'd you like to have a name laughter? We could call you laughter from now on. How's that? No? You like Lincoln? <laughs> so his name was laughter. So you Probably throughout his whole life, his parents, whenever they'd say uh, laughter, summer, uh, you know, supper time, it always reminded them of the promises that God gave them. Um, so we have two distinct events here. We have joy and blessing, the coming of the promised son, which was Isaac, and the destruction of God's enemies or the unrighteous. And we have the exact same image today we have the great joy and blessing in the promised son of god which was jesus right and then the wicked will be judged ultimately we also have a comparison to the last day the the believers the unbelievers will be judged and destroyed much like the city of sodom and then the believers will be filled with great joy. Why do you think they'll be filled with great joy in the last day? They're in heaven. Okay? It's a great joy. 
Um, so that's our study. Hopefully you uh, learned a little something. Let's go ahead and close in prayer. Dear Father in heaven and our gracious God, Father, we do thank you and praise you that you love us. You loved us so much that you sent your son to suffer and die for us. And Father, as Abraham uh, spoke with you, we pray also that you would delay the destruction of our nation, of our world here, uh, for the sake of the righteous and for the sake of those that you haven't saved yet. And Father, again, we thank you and praise you for all that you do for us. You are a good and gracious God. And we thank you in Christ's name. Amen.